Hey everybody, happy Sunday. Glad you decided to join us this week. Hey, I, I told you last week that we'd be sh uh, showing a baptism this week, but uh, had a little change of schedule, so that's coming this week. So next week, when we get back on here, uh, hopefully we'll have that for you guys to participate in with us. Man, God's doing some really, really incredible things right now, and and uh, I pray that these messages the past couple weeks have just been a blessing to you as we've been kind of talking about this concept of kingdom. We've been talking about uh, kind of where, where Midtown's headed, kind of the culture, the ideals that we believe in, and how, honestly, when, when we put all of our faith and hope in the person of Jesus, it's not how we do ministry, it's who we do ministry in. And when it all becomes about Jesus, not how we do ministry, but when it comes about Jesus, the expansion of the place that we get to grow increases to innumerable levels. And we talked about, and uh, we've been talking about, we've been missing you. Y'all don't know. You're about to find out why my man T is here. But we talked about this idea that we have joined into this kingdom. And it's a kingdom that runs parallel to the physical universe. It's like the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven has a king. And when we call on the name of the king and we receive from him his authority and what he's placed on our lives in the kingdom, then we begin to see the ripple effect of God-sized moves. We talked about this ripple effect last week when we just said, hey, listen, when Jesus says, here's, how, here's where the kingdom is. The kingdom is right among you. And then right where you are, here's what I want you to do. Big things. Here's the big thing. Serve who's right in front of you first. Right now, where God has you, serve them the way that God served you in the person of Jesus. When we do that, big waves begin to happen. Big things can't be stopped. And they just go on and on and on. And so Sunday, when we're live, uh, I'm going to bring it over to my man T, and he's going to share with you um, a little bit about the story that he experienced. But we had a prayer time, and we prayed over three specific things. We prayed, number one, uh, over the stuff that's happening in our city. Now, I don't know if you've heard, but in, in our area of Austin East, there was what, three students have been shot now, and um, just increased violence in our city. And so we're saying, God, uh, may your kingdom come and may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God, what do you, how do you want to advance heaven on the streets of Knoxville? And what we believe is heaven is extended through the hands and feet of the person of Jesus. And that is the church. That is us. And every single one of us has a different role in the body of Christ to see heaven expand among the earth. And so that's the process that we've been in. We prayed over that uh, in our city. Then we prayed over my, our, our friend Jay Haley. If you don't know Jay, uh, Jay's a part of our church, but right now is sent on a mission uh, to a federal penitentiary uh, in uh, Alabama. And so we prayed over Jay and the work there. And we, and we already see, getting word back from Jay, that somebody's already given their life to Jesus and the, and the gospel beginning to advance in a federal prison in Alabama. So the kingdom of heaven is rippling out uh, from the work that God is doing in and through His people. Then we prayed over TC. TC, bring them in uh, to what you've been walking through, what, the past 18 days? It's been 18 days since the incident? Well, it's, yeah, it's been right at the three-week mark. Three-week. Yeah, three so, weeks So now. bring them into uh, sure. three weeks ago, this happened in your life. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, man, working on the family farm, um, we, we decided we were going to put up goat fence uh, Saturday about three weeks ago. And uh, so we go out, and uh, we're, I'm using this thing called a fence post driver. We're putting metal fence posts in the ground. A fence post driver is this steel tube with handles welded on it, and this cap on the top weighs 
probably about eight, 10 pounds, and you just start slamming those, those posts in the ground, these metal posts. And uh, we were about halfway done, and I'm just driving them in the ground, and the, the driver caught the top of the post. And as I pulled it, I pulled that thing right into my head and just cracked my head open. And so um, I stayed conscious, I sat there, but immediately uh, felt, felt the blood start to, to flow, and, uh, and it, it was uh, immediately knew I had to get to the doctor. So go to urgent care, get staples put in my head, they, um, they do just a very light evaluation for a concussion at the time. They're like, well, you, you weren't unconscious and, you know, you seem to be responding decently. So we're just going to staple you up, send you back home. Um, so uh, later on that night, though, um, man, really concussion symptoms really started to show themselves. I was, I was dizzy. I was having some balance problems. Um, I was also just really struggling to communicate. Um, I, I could talk and I, I could say things, but I could not connect thoughts together. And, and the whole just ability to, to reason, to, to talk logically, and even to remember what I started talking about, it would go just like that. Well, we, we continued on that week, and uh, a, a week into it, I went to have the staples removed and went to the doctor, and they said, man, they said, have you had a CT scan? And um, and I was like, well, no, he asked me to. And I'm like, we, we want you to go get a CT scan because you definitely are showing concussion symptoms now. We want to make sure that there's nothing else. And uh, my blood pressure was through the roof that particular day, too. Um, and so they wanted to make sure that wasn't connected. So I go back to the ER, and they confirm the concussion. And they just tell me, they say, man, listen, this is going to be like a four- to six-week process. Continue to go home, get some rest. So I go home that, that week. Um, I'm just continuing, and, and I'm just, again, I'm having a really hard time processing uh, what's going on. And, and as I begin to process those things, and I begin to pray, I begin to just ask the Lord, um, you know, just, just what's going on. And I get this peace. And Danielle, my wife, man, she is a, a faith-filled woman of the Lord. And, uh, and she just told me, she said, TC, you're, you're going to receive healing. Like, I believe you're going to receive healing, and, uh, but I believe that this healing is going to be far more than, than just physical for you. And, uh, and I, I really believed that. And uh, man, man, the church showed up uh, Tuesday night. The group that I walked with came, and, uh, and they, they, they prayed over me. They prayed for, for instant healing. Um, I hadn't even shared this with you yet, but, but uh, at, at the time, I had an open cut on my head. And man, Quinn's praying like that, that the that the scar, everything would be healing up. I'm telling you, scab came off the next day. The and and to this day, right now, I mean, you can look like here you go, right here. If you want to zoom in, you can't even see where the wound's at anymore. There's just a little red mark right now. The Lord began a physical healing in that moment, and but I I begin to just wait on the Lord because I knew that there was something um, something else coming. And I, I can't explain it other than the fact that I just had, I, I, I knew the Lord was going to do more than just stop the brain swelling. And so I'm sitting there Sunday, okay, fast forward, we're, we're it, Sunday, I think we're, that was 15 days in. And uh, Danielle's at, at church and, um, and I'm sitting there on the couch and I, on top of everything else, I mean, I'm sleeping all the time, I don't feel good. And then I have an anxiety attack this day, and uh, and I'm just I'm I'm nervous. I'm trying to figure out why I'm nervous, and 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 I, I'm feeling some things, but I can't I can't articulate it. I can't understand it. 
And I'm just, I'm trying to figure my life out that day, man. And, and honestly, uh, I get a text message around 4.30. Actually, the text message was 4.39 that, uh, that the church had prayed for me. And Danielle said, TC, how do you feel? And I said, to be honest with you, I, I don't feel good at all. I, I had an anxiety attack. I felt like something had a grip on my neck, but, but it's gone now. And then I started realizing I can, like, I can feel. Like, I actually can process this. And as that began to go down, I, I can't explain it other than this. There was an absolute flood of, of just of, of the Spirit in my living room, like met me right there in that moment. I began to see like a movie the past two weeks. The Lord started just washing me with His Word. Like I had Scripture just, just pouring. Um, and, and He was just reminding me of all these truths. Anxiety went away. And I'm in there. And then all I start to do, I start to pace and I start to preach in my living room. Now there's nobody listening, but I'm a verbal processor. I like to talk out loud. I literally start pacing I start talking, and this is the first time I've been able to do this now in 15 days. First time, like the balance issues are gone, headaches gone. I mean, full healing hit me right in that moment at the same time that the church had prayed for healing over me. I, I didn't know the specific prayer that had been prayed, but I, I started to receive. And I had read a text from my wife, and she says, man, she said, I, I believe you're going to be healed. My prayer is that you would receive it. And man, I just sat there before the Lord, and it just it was it came like a flood, like a like a flood in my living room, man. And it just it it warms my heart because there's a part of me that I was almost afraid to believe what was happening, you know. And and so I have a conversation with Jay. Um, I have a sweet time with my wife that night, and she was like, "You're back! Like we're cutting up, having a great time." We get to to Monday morning. I mean, I had been sleeping 12, 12 hours at night, and then about four during the day. That night, I woke up like normal, like, like I had two weeks prior, got up early, went to work, worked a full day, drove, no issues, no balance issues, lights, no more problems, right? Like none of the, none of the symptoms were present. I've worked all week this week. Man, the Lord has given me this ability. The fact that I can tell you this in a, in a linear thought right now um, is testimony to what God has done in my life. But I sit there and I, I just uh, I give all glory to the Lord. And the thing that he kept reminding me of was just, man, the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And he took me to this really sweet place of worship. And he reminded me, he said, TC, man, it's not about what you achieve, but it's about, it's about you receiving. And he taught me so much about my value in this season. Like, TC, you, you, you do have great value in the body of Christ, but this thing doesn't run on you. And it's okay for you to pull out for right now. And he continued just to renew that in me. But I just want you guys to know this, this healing came. It was, it was not just in my, in my, like, my physical body, but it was this soul healing, this, this spiritual healing, this healing of my mind. And, uh, and man, I, I felt like I just I, I stepped into salvation once again, like, like in this fresh way, this fresh reminder of the joy of salvation, of the reality of, of King Jesus, man. And, uh, and it's just been such a sweet journey this week. But I give all praise to Him and that healing, man, that, that, that access to the Father, that authority, we have that, you know. And, and it's such a beautiful thing because the, the church prayed. It, the church, I just want to encourage you, man. The, the Lord is moving on behalf of your faith-filled prayers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean that, and that's what it says in James, man. And, and literally, we're seeing this come to fruition right now. We're, we're seeing what the Word says 
come to life because faith-filled people are stepping out and just being obedient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The Lord's had me in a, in a journey with you, alongside of you, um, but I don't know where, where you are in the process of this. And as, even as you hear this, um, I think one of the things that the enemy does a great job in our life is to speak to us things that are untrue, but they sure do feel true. Oh, man, yeah. And that's what you described. You talked about feeling like this thing runs on you and is held back by you mm-hmm. and uh, is dependent upon you. And when you remove yourself, you begin to realize the reality of what is actually true. This thing is all about Jesus. Yes. Everything is about Jesus. And Jesus wants to reveal himself to the world. He wants to show up. In fact, he wanted to so bad he came to the earth and died mm-hmm. for us. That's the reality that we get to sit in. But many of the times we want to forsake that reality and believe our own. I want to invent a reality that is my kingdom, that is my understanding, and I begin to live in it. And when you live in something other than the reality of the kingdom of heaven, you find yourself in a different kingdom. Exactly. A different kingdom with no power. And I would tell you today, the power of Jesus is still accompanying this great message of the truth because it is true. (laughs) And the evidence of miracles are to prove the truth. That's what the word says. These signs point to the reality of who. And if you want to know how to do life, it really is pointing to who you should do life with, for, through. It's all about a who, not a how. (laughs) But we really want to adopt a how because really, to be honest with you, I want to stay king and I want this whole thing to still revolve around me. When you come to the reality and continue to grow in the reality that this story is not about us but it is in the sense that it's all about Jesus. And then he invites us back into receiving his glory by stepping into what he invited you to step into. You get to experience the reality of heaven on an earthly plane as well. Mm -hmm. Heaven begins to advance in the earthly plane when you receive what heaven invites you to receive. But if you want to invent your own reality or believe what you want to believe based upon your own feelings or or experiences and not according to what Jesus says and invites you into. You won't experience the power of heaven. You'll experience the reality of the world. (laughs) And eventually, you'll get to the place where you think, I don't really know if I'm in this. Mm -hmm. And if you're saying that today and you're like, I don't really know if this is really the thing, go to What have you really believed? Last week, we talked about what we believe matters so much. It really matters above everything. What you believe matters the most. What do we believe today? And maybe you're a believer today. And T, I want to ask that you would just uh, pray for uh, those watching today because I believe God wants to restore your life. I believe He wants to bring an increase of faith. I believe he wants to bring healing in your life. I believe he wants to see the kingdom move through your life. I I just believe God wants to do incredibly more than we can think or imagine um, as we believe on Christ. Uh, Many of us, and here's the reality of what I also want to bring to mind, many of us are trying to rationalize belief. We try to understand here And the scripture really calls us to believe here in the heart. Mm -hmm. When we confess with Jesus as Lord with our mouth, and it says believe not with just your mind of understanding, but believe to the depths of your heart. Like 
in the innermost man, I actually believe this, I receive it. It goes far beyond the thought process. The thought process that you're having should bring you into the reality. But I invite you to ask the Lord to help you to step into the reality uh, that heaven is advancing today and you are meant to be a part of it. Um, I want to pray for you today. Uh, if you need healing today, uh, just, just, just lift a hand in your, in your room right now. Just be like, Yo, I, I need this healing. And I'm, I just really believe that it's possible in Jesus' name. Like Jesus wants to bring that over your life. And the ripple effect of what he's going to do in your life right now, I believe is going to extend far beyond what we can think or imagine. But would you receive the fact that Jesus is where it's at? And what Jesus' words um, say trumps every other word. So believe on him, receive him, and let him be the healing that you've been looking for. And I believe that that can happen far more than physical. I believe it might be emotional today. I, might, I believe it might be spiritual today. If you don't know Jesus, the reality is that your spirit is actually not alive and you need life breathed into your life. If you want that today and you're like, I need, I need life, I feel dead inside, call out to Jesus today. Just tell him you don't want to be king anymore and you need a king. Tell him you want to be a part of his kingdom and invite him to reign in your life. Surrender. <laughs> call out to Jesus. It's a name and it's a, it's a confession of the mouth. Speak it out right where you are. Jesus, I don't want to be king in my life. I want you to be king. Receive that. And the promise is that you've got it. You have it. Now receive it deep within the, the man, the person that you are. And then would you let us know that if you, if you made that decision today and you're like, what's my next step? I want to know what to do next. Go to midtownknox.org and hit the connect link. Just send us a message say, hey, I called on Jesus today. Just let us know. And we would love to. I would personally love to just reach out to you and, and, and continue that conversation. But if you need healing right now in some aspect or you need God to move in your life, I'm going to ask that you would just stand right where you are. Just stand up right there, right there, right now. Just stand up by faith, stand. And uh, we want to pray for you. And uh, just, just pray along with us. Um, pray, pray for them, man, just yeah, that, that heaven would invade their space and their life and wherever they need, God wants to meet them right there. Father, we thank you for life. And God, we, um, we step into receiving right now. And God, for my brother, sister, Lord, for... For the person there right now standing uh, in faith, God, Lord, I pray that, Lord, as it is in heaven, Lord, it would be in their room right now, in the place that they are, God, and that you would begin to, to restore them, God, to full life, Lord. Lord, your spirit is like fresh water to our soul. It is life-giving. So, God, we pray that your spirit would move and go beyond what our Minds can comprehend, God, for the person that doesn't have many words to say right now, Lord, intercede on their behalf. Mm -hmm. Lord, and we're grateful that you're doing that right now. Lord, I pray for peace beyond understanding. God, may you take us to a place beyond our understanding today, a place beyond our comprehension, God, a, a place where, where you go and you move and we step in and we receive. Lord, for the person that's anxious today, that is striving Lord, that is, that is tired for the person that is depressed today, for the person that is angry today, for the person that, that is really struggling in an area of self-control, so the person full of doubt. 
Lord, would you move in? Would you bring fresh wind in the room right now, Lord, in their soul, in their body? And would you touch them and bring them to full healing, God? I pray that you continue to remind them of your great love, of your great salvation. And God, today, Lord, may we hear testimony of people that, that, that today for the first time confess confessed faith in Jesus Christ. God, may we hear testimony today of people that received full healing. God, as it is in heaven, be here with us right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray all things. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 And as you think on this prayer today, I want to continue to invite you in further to understand even a little bit more about what was, what was prayed. So today, if you feel anxious, or you say, I am an anxious person. What makes that real and what makes that true? What makes it true? Because what we're saying is, I have an identity of anxiety. It's what defines me. I'm just naturally anxious. Is that true? Now, based upon what you believe, it's very, very important right now. Because what has God called us into uh, through His Son, Jesus? Now, look to the reality of what is true. Here is what is true. Is that the God of the universe stepped into this place to extend to you a brand new identity that you could not earn, you could not fix for yourself, you could not make yourself. Now, based upon nothing you could do or earn, you are able to have a brand new identity but you call on a name to give you something you cannot accomplish on your own power. Here it is. Many of us believe the reality that I have an identity of anxiety. I want to tell you that that's not God's identity for you. God doesn't want that. <laughs> he doesn't desire that in your life. And they say, oh, well, God, is God punishing me because of it? No, he invites you into experiencing the reality of heaven if you will believe on the truth. But many, if you will find yourself, and if you can receive this, and I pray God gives us grace to receive this together as I am learning alongside of you the reality of this truth, is that many of my identities, the truths that I believe, it feels right for me to believe them, but is it God's truth for me to receive over my life? That I am an anxious person. No, I have chosen that way of thinking. But if I am to receive this reality, that Jesus is king, and he died for me. And what the scripture says is that he offers you, when you call out to him, he offers you a brand new identity that wants to be a healing balm over anxiety. That God loved you so much that he died a sacrificial death to what? Allow you to suffer through life with just the same reality, but I guess we have a hope later. And I guess God wants me to be anxious. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He wants heaven to invade your life and I believe if he didn't, then the, we wouldn't have in the word in the book of James where it says, hey, if any among you are sick, come to the elders of the church, anoint that person with oil. The prayer of faith will heal that person. Listen, if God didn't desire that in your life, it wouldn't be in the book. And we wouldn't see the life of Jesus performing this kind of reality. I believe God wants to bring soul healing in our lives, but beyond even soul healing, I believe physical healing, the manifestation of what's the reality of the soul is gonna come out into the physical. And so what is our identity today? What if we believed on is so, so, so massively important. I invite you to believe on Jesus. And as you do, 
the identity that He extends to you is the free gift of saving. It's the reality, the righteousness of God, the right doing of God is the brand new identity that's being breathed over your life if you'll receive it. You have it. Now you have an invitation. Um, But I don't have to live in fear anymore. I can have an expectation of faith because God has done a work in my life and he's called me forward. And here's what he's called you forward into. This is what we've been talking about the past two weeks. To see heaven advance through me, through you. Now, each one of us is differently gifted in the kingdom of heaven to manifest his glory in different ways to different people. So I I have a feeling um, there's two ways that anxiety is played out, but usually the the more prone to anxious person, when I step into more that fear place versus the faith place, you're a conscientious person or you're very driven. You want to see things accomplished in and through your life. And when you feel like you missed the mark or aren't measuring up, there tends to be this fearful place of what do I do because I don't feel like I'm measuring up and that anxiety builds in that place. I want to set you free. I I believe it's not even me who's setting you free, but the reality of what Jesus sets you free in is you don't have to worry about a thing because Jesus accomplished it all and then set you free to go down. Live your life in a way that comes from the faith and comes from adoration, not searching for adoration and to be adored. You were meant to live from adoration, not for it. Here's the way to be freed. If you feel like you need to do something or accomplish something to receive adoration today, you can lay that down. Just just let go of that. And right out loud, if you could just say, hey, that's me. Say that out loud, right right where you are. Jay, what you're saying, that's me. But I need it to be replaced with something. I, I want to be adored. So say that. And when I get to this place where I begin to feel that anxious thing, I speak, speak, Father, I'm getting to the place where I think I want to be adored and I'm working for it. I bring that out into the open and it's not what I want to live in anymore. I reject this way of thinking and I receive the truth. And here's the truth. And I begin to speak the truth over my life. Speak the truth over your life. But the truth many of us are speaking over our life over and over and over is I'm an anxious person. This is just what I am. This is my lot in life. God's allowed it in my life. God's doing this in my life. And I just want to tell you, that is not true because nowhere in the Bible does it indicate that. That is not from the Lord. He invites us into healing and he desires you to be healed. And then he desires you to be a help to others, to relieve the burden of lifting the thing that would actually bring, uh, lifting the thing, holding healing back from their lives and your life and my life. He invites us into the process of helping others discover healing. This is the reality that you're invited into. And now go read every bit about Jesus. And this is the life that he lives in front of us. The whole gospel begins to make sense when you put your faith in Jesus and not live from a place of just thinking, man, God's kind of cruel and mean. And I guess he doesn't want healing. No, he does. But our responsibility that he invites us into is to be open to receive the truth and believe rightly on Jesus. And when you do, the scripture says, from your belly, like from your inward person, will flow a river of living water. And this he said about the Holy Spirit. So if you've called on Jesus and you feel like life is not flowing, I want to tell you it can. But don't believe that that's God's fault. 
Would you step into saying, God, show me how I need to shift my reality, my, my thinking, my ability to learn and, and listen and believe. Show me that truth that I can believe rightly on you and receive healing from you. Receive that truth and begin to walk in it. Now, I want to tell you how this journey begins. And, and if, uh, for me personally, and this is where I'm beginning to see some of these things manifest in ministry and the ripple effect and kind of where all this stuff comes from. So about two years ago, I'm serving in church ministry. And man, I had preached now for three years. And I'm preaching these truths and I'm reading. And, and whenever you preach a sermon, you're, you're researching for hours upon hours. And I, I just, every pastor out there, if you ever see this, like thankful for everything you do. Um, because nobody understands what it takes to put a 30-minute sermon together every single week. Uh, you put hours upon hours, sleepless nights, just laboring over the realities that you're trying to process yourself to then uh, like share with other people. And uh, I just say, man, thank you for what you do. But for three years, I did this process, and I'm reading the book, and I'm like, this is not my reality. Like, I don't even know what this, I mean, like, I want to believe this, but the book is different than my life. So like either like this times have changed and we don't longer experience anything like this or <laughs> my reality is off. Now, I want to tell you the truth. You know how hard it is to believe your reality is off? It offends your ego at the deepest level and it requires you to become humble, like truly actually humbled, to say, my life is off. I don't ever want to admit that I'm off. But life, <laughs> the world, and choosing that way has an ability to bring you to ground zero, and I would call it anxiety and depression, like down to the depths, to where you get to the end of yourself, and you're like, what now? Like, and then maybe there's a lift from that place when you really believe on Jesus. So about a couple years ago, I just started praying like, God, I see the difference. And I, can't, I feel like I can't tell anybody. I see the difference. I believe in you, but if there is different, tell me. Tell me, just show me. I'm willing to listen, but like, you've got to do it. And I started this journey because I had stopped praying. I'd stopped because what does it matter? Why would you even pray if this is just your lot in life and like God allows everything and nothing really matters and we're just existing until heaven comes, you know? And I'm like, it just doesn't make sense. There's no need to pray at that point. But then like I started praying and I started saying, God, like I really need this. I need you. And then in walks a guy to our church and everybody's got feet of clay. I just want you to know that. Like everybody has feet of clay. But what this man introduced me to was a little bit of different reality, a different belief. I saw somebody believe on Jesus in a way that I hadn't quite seen. And I watched what happened when he believed on Jesus in a way that I had not seen. I saw miracles that extended beyond what I thought rationally. 
It wasn't possible. Like nothing made sense. So I went on this journey of discovering. You've heard, many of you have heard me talk about, but this is kind of what births walking on the streets on Tuesdays, asking God, saying, Lord, bring to our mind what we need to look for. And T, you're a part of that. And we go looking for uh, what God wants us to connect with. <clears throat> and we're inviting brand new people right. who have never experienced anything like this, but simply believe on what Jesus said. Pray in faith and you've got it. I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> but the second part, pray anything according to God's will and you will have it. I know it is God's will to reveal himself to men and women on the street. I know it. I absolutely know it. Now, God, tonight, I know you want to speak to somebody. Tell me exactly what I need to look for. Now, the process of discovering and to experience and to learn and to listen and discern the voice of God is a growth process. I'm going to just say that. Like, that can be a growth process. But the more you step into actually believing on Jesus, the more real and the more experience you get I will never go back to the way I live life simply because of where God has led me. Now, I want to tell you, prayer and communion with your Father in heaven is everything. The scripture says, go into your room and close the door. Have your time with the king. And there is where the place that God is going to bless you. He's going to bless that. And so if you go in your room, ask God the real, but don't hold back from him what he already knows about you. Just come into the reality of what's true. Don't live a false reality. I don't have it together and I know it. Now show me where I don't have it together so I can step further into heaven. I want to step further into the reality with you. There's where the miracles begin to happen when you begin to admit that, let that happen and let him be God and us be a liar. Like, God, I want you to do reality in me. So, we start walking, seeing these things. And then I went through another season where like I got deeply, deeply emotionally wounded working in the church. And God was showing me things, revealing things. I was having this like great thing happening. And do you ever get to the place where somebody hurts you so bad, like you get physical pain in your chest? Like I had a physical pain a couple of years ago that I couldn't even get rid of. Like it would not go away. And I always felt it. I was always aware of it. And one Tuesday night, we're walking the street. And we, me and one of my friends, Quinn, we're walking. And we see this guy. He's sitting on the bench just like this. And we come up to him. We're like, hey, I think we're supposed to stop at this guy. And we stop at him. And we just talk to him. We say, hey, man, like, I think we're supposed to pray. And when, when this man stood off that bench and he hugged me, I don't know what that was. But something something touched my life on the inside. And rewind just about a month earlier, just that whole month, I'd said like, God, if you don't move in my life and help this thing, like I can't continue in this work because like it's so painful. I think I'm gonna have a heart attack. Like I, like I can't get over the hurt that I feel, like the deeply wounded from a very close friend. Like I can't get over it. I can't forgive. Like I don't wanna do these things. And I meet this guy sitting on a bench and then he looks into my eyes and when he looks into my eyes, I can't describe to you what happened, but it felt like I entered a tunnel and he began to speak over my life, but it wasn't going into my mind. It was like going into my soul. 
And it was going inside of me to a place that I was like, I feel, I feel like something's like stirring in the inside of me. And it was almost like, if I could describe it, like it was like a fire that began to just burn brighter and hotter and hotter until I was like, what the heck is going on? And he's speaking, I, this happened for an hour. Like I held this guy's hand for an hour in Market Square as he prayed slash spoke something over me and not in a rational language that I understand if that can go something weird for you probably. But I was like, it scared me at the same time, but it was comforting as well. And I said, I said, man, like I know the word, but like I was like, hold on before like this goes further, like who's the king? Because I feel something like real. What is this? Like, hold on. And, and he said, Jesus is king, my brother. And as he did, like, I'm like, all right, then nobody can say that outside of the power of the Holy Spirit. Like, okay, I'm in. Like, Jesus is king. <laughs> Let's continue. And he began to pray over my life. And when he looked into my eyes, he looked down at my chest and he just kind of put his hand up to my chest and he, and he prayed over my, my being. And I felt that that thing disappear. And that's when I went, I don't, I don't know. And I just went to dinner after and I was like freaked out by it because I felt like my skin had invisible flames on it. And I don't know. And he gave me his number. He said, you'll need my number. I took his number. I met with him one other time and same kind of experience happened when I sat with him over coffee. Like I just same kind of stuff. I don't understand it at all. I tried to call him the other day and it says this number is not a working number, man. Like the truth is like, I don't know if that's a real person. Like I don't even know. But what I know is what God was showing me. Prayer and experience line up to the reality of what the Bible talks about and invites us to come experience. And what I believe as you receive it, then you begin to step in and you can actually extend the hand and feet of Jesus. Like the word of Jesus actually can go from your life and reach and bless somebody else. This is the reality that we have been invited into is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is meant to be a place of power, love, and sound mind. And the way that we get this is by our faith, which is the substance of the reality of what Jesus invited us into. And we have a very firm foundation for which the substance of faith is anchored in. It's in the person of Jesus. You were meant to have healing, receive healing, and be the healing in somebody else's life as you extend to them the truth of Jesus who will bring the healing in their life. Now, as we begin to believe this, I begin to ask God to send me to people who need salvation. This is through prayer. And I don't say this to say, man, oh, Jay's got to figure it. No, I don't. I am an absolutely imperfect man trusting on the person of Jesus. And here's the reality. You can be the same and God will do the same in and through your life. Just make yourself available and say yes. He'll do it. Now, T's experience and the word and what this is, is going to transform his life to another like set up reality that is true and it's going to begin extending through him. This is available to all who believe in Jesus. We are meant to help people be set free. It happens to the person. This is what's coming on Sunday. I get a call from a lady I don't know. This is the reality of what we've been talking about. Ripple, ripple, ripple. Calls me up and says, I need you to meet with my godson. 
was having some issues. I introduced him to this concept to call on Jesus. Call on Jesus. Make him Lord of your life. And when he did, he described to me the feeling that something stood out of his body and left. And he said, it felt like, it felt like blood rushed from my heart and went out <laughs> to my hands that are now tingling and on fire. I want to tell you, that's what the book invites us to understand and the reality that we can experience. Do you believe to the place that you were meant to share or you're able to share or desire to share? If you're getting to that place, come discover with us. I've invited our church that we want to be a kingdom movement growing together by loving God and loving the world. When we do this together, we will grow and flourish in a day that seems like a desert. I believe 2021 has been to be the greatest year in the church yet. You are invited to come be a part. Would you believe on Jesus to advance heaven among us today? Because I believe that that is still his desire until he returns. He's planned good works long in advance for us to come and accomplish together. Come accomplish them together in a season that doesn't even make sense because COVID rules, fear rules our day, legislation rules. And I want to tell you, no, it doesn't. And no, they do not. The gospel rules today like it's always ruled and it will still rule to the end of day. And you are invited to come walk a life of faith in the person of Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit that is moving today in 2021 and will continue to move until the King returns officially face to face. I invite you to come be a part of the work of God that he is doing. Maybe not even just at this church, but wherever you are, go find a place where people are preaching the good news of Jesus, that name that saves, and invite you in to come walk a life that actually is filled with faith-filled movement from this reality. Go find a place like that, and you will begin to experience heaven move in your life and in everybody's around you because you won't be able to stop it. It's like a tidal wave of ripple upon ripple upon ripple. And you are invited, my friend. You are invited. So this reality is for you. Would you believe on Jesus as the scriptures have invited and from you will flow a river of living water? If that's you today, would you connect with us? Would you ask how maybe you can take the next steps? And you can find that at midtownknox.org and you can get with us and we would love to share more with you. Um, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I hope these testimonies have been a blessing to your faith. Next week, we're going to continue in the book of John, and I'm going to unpack even more about what we've been talking about. But I thought today is a good day for us to experience the real-life testimony from my brother and from my life of the reality of where some of this reality is coming from. The book is all it's talking about. We are living it out. Living it out, man. For sure. And you are invited to come experience the kingdom of heaven because it's still moving forcefully today and in 2021. I love you. And I'm so thankful that you decided to be here. And in fact, I believe it's uh, somewhat of a God thing that pulls you in today to hear a message that will call you forward into a new reality, the true reality that the kingdom is here and it's among us. Now let's join him. Remember, you have a king, you have access to him. Step in by faith and serve right where you are with the, with the call that God has placed on your life, and you will begin to experience the ripple effect of this faith moving forward in your life. Heaven will advance right where you are. Begin to believe on faith 
in the person of Jesus, and he'll show up through the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, bless my brothers and sisters as we, as we continue our day today. You've placed them right where they are, and you desire to bring them into the true reality that you are the king, and you are active and present and moving today. Help us, God. Help our faith. Uh, help us increase as we step into the reality that you desire to meet us right there. You love us so much, and the reality was proven on a cross, and I pray for the, the ability to believe on that and then step into, by faith, our next step. Maybe some of us need to be baptized, Father. I just pray that you would help them step into the reality of baptism that is the spiritual door uh, for the next steps to even happen. So God, I just pray for the, the power to step into baptism. And then from that place, God, I pray for uh, people who have stepped into that place but not stepped next, maybe sharing the reality of you, God. I pray that you would give boldness to my brothers and sisters as they walk their streets, as they're in their neighborhood, as they're in their families. God, I pray for a, a presence among them. God, I pray for your signs to accompany the message. God, I pray for your Holy Spirit to uh, breathe life over them when they're discouraged. God, I pray that you would lift their spirit as you breathe life over the truth of their life as they receive that, that they are loved, they are yours, and we are forgiven today. Thank you for making us whole. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now go, my brothers and sisters. I love you all. See you all next week.